It's 538 on KDKA as we get to our Monday feature in this slot called Rick's Reading List. And on Rick's Reading List, the book for the week is about William Bradford, who was referred to as Plymouth's Rock. William Bradford and the people who were separatists decided that they needed to leave Great Britain, to leave a small town in England where he lived during a time of real upheaval religiously. This group of separatists didn't want to have anything to do with the Church of England, and so they decided that they were going to escape to establish a new life in Holland. And ultimately, they decided that Holland wasn't the right atmosphere as well, and so it was on to the Mayflower for a very dangerous voyage across the Atlantic, hoping that the New World would give them the freedom and the possibility that they longed for. Instead, what they found was frigid cold, wild weather, icy water, attacks from Indians, starvation, treason, you name it, they ran into it as European settlers tried to carve out a place in Massachusetts, what ultimately would be Massachusetts. Through his vision, however, as a leader, his steadfast leadership, the people of the Plymouth Colony ultimately were able to endure, and the family members that came from it helped to be what many would say was a cornerstone for ultimately our founding fathers there in New England and setting up what ultimately was the birthplace, if you will, of freedom and America. The thing about the book is it shows in vivid detail the hardships faced by the pilgrims, that coming to the new world in and of itself was no guarantee that they were going to get there safely. The number of people who died in passage across the Atlantic at that time would be enough for a lot of people to simply say, no, I'm not going to go. But it tells of his leadership in the new colony. It tells about his religious faith. It tells about his principles. And it accurately points out about how the pilgrims there at Plymouth Colony made treaties to get along with Indians like Samoset and Squanto and Massasoit and the people there. And it also shows that peaceful coexistence between the white man and the Indians was tenuous at times, difficult at others, and it's hard to imagine that he would be able to lead that many people who were going in that many different directions um, without really backing down, without really backing away. I think it's important that people understand what went into it in terms of going to a new place and 
doing what Bradford and the other separatists did. Um, it, it, it's it's not easy. It was not easy. I mean, it wasn't like they got there and they looked and there were fields that were already planted and growing corn. It wasn't like they knew where to fish or that everything that they took with them even always made it there. That once they got off a boat and got into a smaller boat to row into the land, they had no idea what was waiting for them there. So there were attacks by the Indians who, in some cases, were trying to kill them because the Indians thought they were there to steal their land. There were illnesses and sicknesses that they had to deal with. There were the back and forth of people who were sometimes not necessarily in the corner of Bradford in terms of supporting him. And so to be able to read biographies like this, to learn more about him. You know, so many times when we think about this time period, you hear about Miles Standish, right? That's the one that a lot of people write about. But there's not nearly as much written about Bradford. I wonder if it's because of the fact that his faith was so important to him that his religiousness was one of the things that he used in governing. And while he became the first governor of that particular region, he used that in terms of making decisions and leading the people of the Plymouth Colony. I can't imagine. I, I think the, the reality is that when you walk away from reading something about that time period, it is very easy to simply overestimate. Um, or maybe, I, maybe I've even said that wrong. That, that, that we underestimate how hard it would have been. That's a better way of saying it. We underestimate how hard it would have been to cross the Atlantic in a wooden ship that was sailing, that may have been taking on water, not knowing how the winds were going to blow, not knowing how long it was going to take, not necessarily even knowing where you were going to end up. And oh, by the way, hope that everything that you've packed away in your cases makes it there with you. And knowing that you're not going to be able to buy anything once you get there. You may be able to trade a few things, but you're probably not going to be able to buy anything. It's a remarkable, remarkable story. William Bradford. Plymouth's Rock on Rick's reading list this week.